Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 25 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. We've got something different lined up for you this week on the podcast. We have a couple of um, interviews with uh, Karen Lynch we're going to start with. Of course, Karen was uh, leading public trainer at Curraheen Park for 2020. We'll also catch up with Dennis O'Malley, who's got some wonderful stories um, of years gone by. He was joint leader in the rankings uh, for trainer at Limerick Greyhounds. Stadium. We'll also catch up with Keith Powell, leading trainer in Newbridge, and we will end with an interview with Patrick O'Connor, who was the leading uh, public trainer below in Tralee. So a lot to look forward to over the course of the next uh, 25 minutes or so. So hope you enjoy it. Our first guest on this week's podcast is the leading uh, trainer at Curraheen Park. Once again, he was crowned uh, public trainer champion at Curraheen Park for 2020. He's enjoyed some great success um, down through the years. And that, of course, is Kieran Lynch. So we'll say hello to you, Kieran. Hi, Barry. Uh, many thanks for joining us on the podcast. Um, you're a, a very familiar, um, I suppose, face and, and, and voice now. Um, in recent times, we've had some great chats with the, the success of the likes of uh, Kill McDonough winning... Um, various big races and of course Rocky Bay Foley our large champion now uh, for two years running yeah been lucky enough to have two of them um, wish I could have a few more but hopefully they'll come I'm sure they will and um, just the, the latest on Rocky Bay Foley I know you had a nice winner in Curraheen Park last Saturday night over Rocky Bay Foley and uh, Kill McDonough an update on her as well yeah I um, Rocky Bay Foley's at home but he's still in her um Look, he, he looks to be a nice class for a lot of bitches and um, hopefully he seems to be pretty hard. Yeah, and in terms of Kill McDonough? Yeah, Kill McDonough has six months old from out of Rocky Bay Foley and she's after bred to Fanny Macbeth now. Exciting times ahead. Yeah, hopefully. Look, he's the leading guy down at the moment. So hopefully, hopefully they should be all right. Yeah, um, something to look forward to. Just in terms of uh, 2020, a challenging year for, for Manny Kieran. Of course, we missed a couple of months racing, but once again, you ended um, as the leading public trainer at Curraheen Park with 58 winners. Were you, were you happy with the, with, with the way the year went? Look, yeah. You, like, halfway through the year, is there where we going to get back? And, um, we were lucky we did, and everything ran off smoothly. Um, I suppose big drawback is the crowd yeah, we sure are. And um, look, you've already got um, 2021 off to a, a flying start with that rescheduled meeting um, last Tuesday night at Curraheen Park, landing a four-timer on the night. Yeah, they ran well now. Look, I weren't able to do much with the frost, but it probably suited some of them. And, uh, but the few that I ran are decent down. Yeah, it sure is. And um, any ambitions or, or aims for the year ahead, or just taking it um, one day at a time? Here, yes. With with this pandemic, I'm sure you could, that's all you could do is take it one day at a time and look, keep it out right, and if they're fit, you race them. 
Yeah, and just tell us a, a bit about your operation at home. I would imagine you're kept very busy. You often um, put up nice pictures as well online. You have you've a young family as well. Yeah, we're very busy at home. We have three small boys, uh, Fiona's five, Ian three, and Patrick is one tomorrow. Um, so they keep, they keep with their financial busy, all good, all good, all good. Any any particular dog you're looking forward to, or have you a lot of young dogs that you're just kind of starting off? Yeah, I suppose there is a couple now that we're looking forward to. Uh, Gringo's Captain Over looks a decent dog. Beasley's um, Rebel looks a decent fella. Cool of any swing. So there's, there's a good few from there now in fairness. So hopefully, hopefully, good year this year. Yeah, exactly, and uh, I presume you'll you'll be aiming at a couple of the competitions. I suppose um, you you always like to support the, the big ones in Cork, and you'll be hoping for more success at your local track. Exactly. Look, wherever we can, we can get them on, we we'll go. Um, we're in for a penny in the Gold Cup tomorrow night. He should run well, hopefully. Um, couple of nice ones running in Cork as well. Nice bitch, Linda um, Kelly. Yeah, exactly. Look, well, Karen, it's always um, great to catch up with you. Another uh, great year last year. You've enjoyed a couple of wonderful years in the world of greyhound racing, and uh, no doubt we'll be talking to you again in the near future. And the very best of luck for the year ahead. Thanks very much, Mary. Dennis O'Malley was joint leading trainer at Limerick in 2020, and um, we'll say hello to Dennis now, who joins us on the podcast. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Barry. Many thanks uh, for taking time out to speak to us um, on this week's podcast. I suppose we'll start with Dennis. Tell us how you got into our great sport of greyhound racing. Well, um, I mean, in all my life, as such, because we had him, we kept greyhounds. I was born in 1937, and let me track started a year after the Congress, 1933. So we were only four miles from the city. So I said that's how we started in dogs. My father had dogs always. Very good. So you've been there. Uh, I trained him for him, Dean. I walked him for him. Brilliant. And up along the line, Brilliant. And just tell us maybe, maybe I, I would imagine you have some great memories so, of growing up and heading to tracks in, in those early days. Well, in the point trap, we went into the track. In the point trap, and into Marcus Field, and tied a pony onto the gates across the road. Small farmers and Gary Owen, you see. Wow, diff- uh, different times altogether. Different times, they didn't pull up outside the pub, in the way home, and leave the dogs there down the floor of the pub. The greyhounds. Gee. So that, that's, oh, that was the way, yeah. That's fabulous. And, and just tell us, I suppose, that maybe the thrill of getting a winner back then in those days? Oh, it, it was a big, a big thrill in them days, I can tell you that, those days. Because uh, there wasn't much, people hadn't much. But um, they were grateful for anything, the night out as well as everything else. It was a big occasion, in other words. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm getting, sure. Re- getting ready, going racing the dog. Back in, we say, well, in the 50s anyway, I've been going in 47 years, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, up along the whole way. You, you've seen a lot of changes so over the last uh, number of years. Certainly. There's, um, and the people have changed as well, you see. The whole thing, the whole thing changed. It was, um, it was the farmers, the small farmers, it was a great 
boost for a small family, you see. If you got a few quid together, like, you know, they'd be wearing them for that alone, alone you see. Yeah. Complement um, their income. And it was good good money given for that. Was the gambling big back back then, we'll say, in the late 40s, 50s and 60s, Dennis? Serious. What a serious. That, um, they'd punt away. They wouldn't be afraid to punt. And the bookies they take, which we had about over 20 bookies in Limerick, down long, down long the line, and um, plenty punting. Especially when the cows were calving in the springtime. I mean, getting good price for cows. People, people had money. There was the money. The money was there was plenty of money at that time. So when they were selling the calves, I remember in the springtime, seeing. Yes. And they they punt away anyway. They, they were professional gamblers there. Wow. Go back into to Dun, the great Dunicomani. He was losing. During his last race, and he make money. He was losing. It was a two hundred quid, and he came over in three punters. Like he went. He was. He was, he was he was a hero, anyway. Yeah, there was some... Good kind of things to see to come out on top, you know? Yes, serious, char- serious characters. And was there any standout moments for, for you over the last couple of decades, Dennis? Any standout what? Any, any standout moment? Is there anything like that you, you look back on, any any kind of big win or anything that you got, we'll say, great satisfaction out of over the last couple of decades? No, no, the best You go back to 85 with me, with Jackie come home. Unbeaten finest in the Oaks. So, um, so beaten by shot hit by Airmount Jewel in the final. Wow. Class in 85. And she won three rounds of the Oaks and two rounds of the Zerby. That, that was some Great going. Beach. Oh, yeah. Great bitch. Yeah. Well, and, well, um, inside in, in, in the third round of the Derby, a man of a standing one. He was first dug to break 29 seconds, uh, 30 seconds, 29, 99, in Playing Gill in two, Hong Kong, Mike in three, um, Brown Sox in four, Jackie Home in five, and the great Odell Supreme in six in the third round of W. And the great Pat Murkia had 500 quid in her at five to one, back in 85. He bought a half shares off me after for 5,000. Jeez, that's, that, that, that's fabulous fabulous story and fa- fabulous memories as well Dennis oh yeah it was coming to the Hazelin coming home the Hazel Hotel yeah oh my god unbelievable <laughs> I, I, I'd say we could talk to you for the day, Dennis, but just in terms of maybe 2020, another 19 winners. Look, it was a, a tough and challenging year for many, of course. There was no racing for a couple of months. No but racing, yeah, that's right. The Finnow Dog kept me going. The Finnow Dog, when he last three races, Finnow, he was only doing down to. And uh, early in Stone, there's a double there that brought me up to the 20, you see. That's first times a week. Yeah, yeah, very good. And have you met many dogs at the moment, Dennis? About, about seven now. I don't think they'll be coming in dogs on the round anyway now. I know. And look, the round. Yeah. The, the, I'm moving on a bit, you see, as well. I know, but like the, the memory is still good and you're still producing the goods on the track in here, Dennis. Yes. That's a good sign. When you're, when, you're, when you're in the game, you have to keep going. Yeah, and I suppose suppose looking ahead for the year ahead, obviously, look, it's really tough times with the whole COVID situation, but you'll be hoping to land uh, more winners through the year, and I would imagine you'll still get a great thrill out of having a winner. 
Oh, yeah. If we get Dougie into a nice rhythm galloping, that is good job satisfaction in it, you see. Get him into a nice rhythm in the back straight, same as the horses. The chase, jumping in, in chases in the land, and take off again, you see. So, there is a job satisfaction. Yeah. It, it keeps the fella going, I would imagine. It does, and it keeps the owner going as well, because it makes your life easy, too. Yeah, and always and plen- always plenty to talk about when the dogs are going well. Exactly. And yeah. um, that's just, 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 it's a good sport, but to get the people interested now, people are losing interest with it. I know, yeah, but look... O- over the times we're in, the times are difficult. Yeah, hopefully, look, we'll, we'll bounce back. Look, Dennis, it was fascinating speaking to you. As I said, I'm sure I could speak to you for the day. You've got some wonderful memories and wonderful stories, and uh, we'll wish you continued success for the year ahead. Yeah, all right, Barry. Thanks very much. We're going to say hello to trainer Patrick O'Connor now, who enjoyed some great success below in Tralee last year. And uh, welcome to the podcast, Patrick. Well, Barry, how are you keeping? Very well. Um, thanks for taking time out to speak to us on, on the podcast. I suppose my first question to you, Patrick, is how did it all uh, begin or where did it all begin for you in terms of uh, greyhounds? Um, well, yeah, since I was born, I'd say there was, there's been dogs here even before I was born. So to, I, I loved it since from the very start. So it was always something you wanted to get into, I would imagine. Well, as far as I, I, when I finished up in school, I didn't leave me, I finished up in school and I, I didn't want to wait minutes, to be honest, but I was happy out with the dogs. So we got a few more in then and they have a bit bigger after a bit I know from speaking to you earlier as well coursing is is a huge passion so it's coursing and track for yourself coursing for the winter yeah we'd, we'd always keep a few track dogs all year round but mainly for the winter time we'd have more coursing in because that'd be our early first love I'd be honest with it yeah and um, since you've taken out your, your trainer's licence there's been some great nights along the way uh, we had some great nights. We had some great nights. We had, we had some fast dogs and didn't win what we should have won them, but we had some great nights. We had Christmas box there and his brother and they stole off with the three of them in the final of the Juvenile in Chile. That uh, is 2000, maybe 2007 or 8, I'd say. Now, yeah. Christmas box was second. He was the best dog in the final by a mile. We just missed the kick and got trouble, which happens with racing to drive by. It sure does, and uh, that's always We had a few it. good nights. We had a few good nights. We had five winners the night of the... Sky Knight in maybe two or three years later. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. The, the, the race of champions in Chile. Oh, mighty stuff all You together. need luck, Barry. You need luck with dogs. You can have great dogs and win nothing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly it, Sam. You well, need that. We have that line still. We still have all that line still. The bitches off them, like, you know, it can come and go, it can come again, but we crashed it with Larkin Joe and there's a few bitches on our breast leaves. We hope one of them will breed something along the line. Yeah, that's always the dream. And looking back on 2020 as a whole, 35 winners in Tralee, you must have been very happy with that. Oh, yeah, it's nice to win. Any nice you win, it makes it better, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. And just tell us a bit about um, Tralee track. Um, I would imagine early pace is a nice asset to have. I suppose a nice asset to have around any track, track really. You do. You need it everywhere. It wins. You don't mean first corner, like you did our starters. You need an exception that comes behind. Yeah, and was there... Well, it's a lovely track. We start all the pups there. We'd school them there. And we'd see what, what kind of grade they're going to make. If they're good enough to keep for a stake, we keep them. If they're going to win grade races, we'd only sell them on, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was there any highlight over the year, or was it just nice to have plenty of winners? It was. We had a nice winner above in Cockler. He won a novice stake there, Carmack's Jet. He's a very, very fast dog, but he's all out 5 to 5. He's more of a 450 yards dog. He won a novice stake up there during the year. Oh, yeah, I remember that dog actually. A couple of nice performances up there. and um, yeah, But he'd be all out, no, very fight to fight. But, like, there'll be something from John Deere. They'll be, you know, go for the spring stake up in Dundalk. 
Brilliant. And uh, look, yeah, you just pointed him out as as one to watch out for this year. Anything else you're you're looking forward to, Patrick? Um, we're starting off a young bunch of dogs. Now they're fine steppings. There's Droopy Sydney off of Derry Gallery. The mothers are three good bitches. They're open class. So we're just starting them off now. They're 14, 15 months of breeding. Just knocking the edges off them. Yeah, and I suppose... So hoping they may be ready for the summertime. Very good. good lookers and they're well... They came in sound, so it's a big thing. And what do you most enjoy about um, greyhounds, uh, Patrick? Obviously, I, you're love, get- I love seeing them starting off. You know, when you have like we breed most of us. We have here, Barry, we have them since they're babies, you know what I mean? And you'll be watching them all the way through and you'd see, you know, you'd be picking out one you'd like and see would you be right when it comes to the track, you know what I mean? Yeah, I often see people picking out, oh, this this is the past one. Does, does it always work out like that or, or can you get it wrong? The real, the real Mackay, you'd know him, Barry, to be honest, but you'd, you'd know the real good dog, he sticks out. Yeah, and... Um, tr- you'd be a fool at this stage if you didn't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, a bad one can fool you, but the real good dog will stick out. Yeah, and some, some very good trainers around Tralee as well, so not easy to win around there. Yeah, no, it is a well-run show there now. They're doing their best, because like, there's t- trying times now at the moment. You know, this COVID-19 is fucking seriously. Yeah, and always plenty of opportunities as well for sweepstakes. I think Tralee is one of the, the best no, tracks. They have the Friday night back, which is a big plus, because like, it was like, very confined before. Like, you have the Friday night back now, and like, the 12 dog stake makes it a lot better for the owner, like... Don't be wrong. Everyone wants to win in Shelburne Park, but if they're not good enough to win in Shelburne, you could win your twelve or eighteen dollars stake and get your trophy and a picture and to look. She was happy that night as you are winning over in Shelburne. Yeah, that that that's it. I know you. Oh, everyone loves to be there, but like you want to do uh, a different afternoon for Shelburne Park. We all know this. Yeah, you just have I think one night SAS race and um, in Tralee at the moment. How how have you found yeah, that? Yeah, and the choose a night. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. Two nights, the Friday and Saturday night gives the pops a chance. Yeah, so um, a lot to look forward to for the year ahead. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully, you know, people stay safe and, you know. Yeah, that's that. Look, that's what it's all about. Uh, Patrick, well, well, well done last year with 35 winners. We were missing a couple of months of the year, so that was a nice tally, and I'm sure you'll improve on that this year. Well, turn to it. Hopefully, let's see. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. We'll, we'll be keeping a close eye on you. Great to speak to you. I'm okay, Barry. The best of luck. And same to yourself. Best of luck for the year ahead. Okay, okay. Bye-bye. Now we're going to say hello to Keith Powell, who enjoyed a fine 2020 campaign around Newbridge. And uh, firstly, we'll welcome Keith to the podcast. Uh, hello to you, Keith. Hi, Barry. Thanks for the call. No hassle at all. Many thanks uh, for, for joining us on the podcast. Uh, before we talk about uh, 2020 as a whole for yourself and, and your kennel of greyhounds, tell us how it all started for you. Um, I suppose it's not that long ago, to be honest with you. Um, about eight or so years ago, um, the brother-in-law, he had dogs with Fraser Black, and I suppose it was just tagging along and going race nights with him, and I actually had a kennel previous to that myself, so the kennels was always there, they had show dogs, and used to breed dogs and train dogs for obedience and stuff, so one thing led to another, we ended up setting up a small syndicate and had a dog ourselves, and uh, I suppose like anything, you get bit by the bug, and we kind of got a couple of winners, and that dash is a zoo dog seeing it, it built from there and I think around four years ago then we took out um we public license then and just kicked on from there and really we had the boarding kennels as well but uh yeah we did a half and half but obviously since COVID um there's no one going holiday so the boarding side of it is gone but the Greyhound Sanctity kinda of took over and we've tried to kick on every year since then now so Really. Mighty stuff, and I uh, would imagine you've had some very memorable nights over over the last couple of years. Always great to have a, a winner, you know. It, it gives a fellow a real lift. 
Ah, yeah, look, it, it makes it easier getting up in the mornings and late evenings if you're, if you're having a bit of luck. So, um, yeah, we've had a couple of decent dogs. Like, mainly, look, I'm a greater trainer that keeps a few open dogs. And, you know, for for a lad or any owner, you know, their A4, A5 dog is as good as an open dog and, and winning is winning. So, um, look, we, we have a lot of luck with a couple of graders. We've had a few decent dogs along the way as well still falling short of any major successes but ah, hopefully it comes soon enough but like I said we're we're, we're happy to, to keep going at the level we're at for the time being anyway Yeah certainly nothing wrong with that always, always um, great as you said to pick up a couple of winners um, here and there and just in terms of Newbridge I would imagine that must be your local track is it? It is yeah like Newbridge is only 10-15 minutes away from my kennel so it's handy you know it makes things easier when you're, when you're living so close to the place but um, look, it's a, it's a great track. The staff are brilliant there. Like Moe's, one of the best groundsmen around. You have Mark Joyce, obviously, who's only back from from a time away. So, um, great to have her back. And then you've, like I said, Mark and Claire and come there. Mick. It's just a great, it's a great family kind of place, you know. And obviously now with crowds, it's it's tougher, but it is such a, a lovely track. You know, everyone knows each other. Everyone gets along. The only downfall is, is we're only one day a week, to be honest with you. And other than that, it's you know, it is a great spot. You couldn't really ask for a whole lot more. Yeah, one night a week certainly must be tough. But just in terms, you said there, everyone knows everyone. I think that's the the great thing about our sport. Everyone loves their local track, you know, and meeting all the great characters at them tracks. That's it, and it's look. It makes it obviously you're you're looking forward to going racing, and it's like that. If someone gets a winner. If you get a winner, you know, everyone is delighted for you. And likewise, if you get pipped on the line by someone, you're you're just as happy for them, you know. So. Um, look, it makes it, you know, like I said, it's a real family feel to the whole place. And hopefully, when crowds get back, it won't be too long till it gets back to a bit of normality to it again. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And uh, just looking back on twenty twenty, I know you had twenty eight wins around Newbridge, and obviously it was it was a challenging year. We we missed a couple of months, so um, you must have been happy with that. Yeah, I was. Like, look, it was nice to round it off. The thirty December was a bit quiet, but. Um, again, we're, we're only racing one day a week. It's in ten or eleven races on the card. You know, it's a, it is a tough track to win at. Um, so look, we're delighted to take up any winners. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's just, everyone is. You know, like I said, we're only ten races at night. You can guarantee that. As well as you have your dogs set up to win, there's there's four or five in the race that are thinking the same as well as you. You know, so um, like I said, there's a lot of good trainers at the track. So there's any 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 races you're picking up, you're doing well. Yeah, that's um, a good way of putting it. And uh, look, we're we're looking forward to this year. Obviously, we we're not quite sure what's ahead of us because um, it, it it has been a tough um, year or so with the whole um, COVID crisis. But um, I would imagine you've a lot to look forward to with your kennel of grounds and um, urgent to to kick um, on from last year. We are definitely like we only qualified in age young dogs there this morning. Uh, so look, this you know you always have to keep when you have young dogs coming through. It always gives you something to be to be working towards and excited about if you see, you know, a big run out of a young dog, whether it be private trials or whatever else that you're you're always looking forward. So look again, we're just hoping for the best. We're we're glad for the owners that stuck by us because it obviously has been a testing year for for owners that are paying kennel bills and not seeing their dogs running and you know, it is it is tough for everyone involved as well. So we're only trying hoping and that things pick up for, for this year and, and into next year or whatever. Yeah, and as you said there um, earlier, Keith, you've been surrounded by dogs, greyhounds, um, other kind of dogs for, for for a good number of years now, I would imagine. So, what do you most enjoy about training greyhounds? 
Um, ah, look, it's, it's always pushing yourself to try and get the next winner. You know, I suppose it's the buzz of it as well. When you get the winner, and or even when you're when things don't go right, it's going back to the drawing board and thinking, what can I change? What can we do a bit different? You know, it's I suppose it's the fact that it's never ending. Is is you know you're always trying to go one better than the last time, or you know, and, and trying to get that, even if it is only for for twenty eight, twenty nine, or thirty seconds. That buzz of when you cross the line in front, you know, that's. Like it's rugby, I suppose we all do it for the same thing, isn't it? That that thrill of winning. Yeah, we 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 all love it, as you said. And um, no matter what grade you get a winner, um, it's it's always a, a great night. Definitely, yeah. Well, like I said, look, we majority keep a lot of graders. You know, um, we could only have one or two open dogs throughout the throughout the year. Like we are kind of as regards of when the bigger lads come calling. If you have a good pup, and some of my owners will be sellers. So, like some of the better dogs don't get to stay with us. When, from showing young and nice potential as young dogs so look for the ones that you get to keep just getting them getting them hitting a bit of form and like you said getting a few winners or getting a few decent performances out of them is, is always always rewarding in itself yeah definitely well look Keith um, 28 winners um, around Newbridge last year as you said only one night race and I think that's quite an achievement so you're clearly very talented and uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on you know, this year now that we've had the chat so um, no pressure on you Thanks for that. I just wanted to say, on another note, um, even with um, like, like most trainers, I suppose even one lad is or one name is on the, the trainer license, but sure, it's down to a whole kind of team behind the scenes and everything else that, that plays a part. So obviously, my missus helps me out. Lisa, she's a brilliant help. She works every week there with me, um, and everyone that sees me racing knows my sidekick Alicia. There or the real trainer, is she? She calls herself the. Um, She'd be with me every race, and even we're racing. My son is back in the kennels, obviously doing uh, locking up and getting everyone out again. So look, it's a real team effort, and it's like most I say, you couldn't do it on your own anyway. You know, so um, and likewise with the owners, you can't be a trainer if you don't have any owners. So um, it's it's a, a big group effort now. In fairness, although like I said, it's my name that's on it. It's everyone plays their part. So uh, tip a hat off to everyone. You know, so thanks for them. Martin Lanny is obviously he's a good friend of mine. Great helps me through all the all the years, not just this year, last few years. So uh, thanks to him and another man, Martin Murray, who owns Lenson Panda and Rocky. He's supplied or rare a lot of the dogs we we've had a good bit of luck with from this year or last year, should I say? So and just a, a special shout to the boys there. Appreciate their, their time and their effort anyway. A fair play, Keith. Nicely put. Well done. And um, you know, um, we'll wish you continued success going forward. Cheers. Thanks a lot, Barry. Fair play to you. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.